Hello everyone. I am Shikha. I am the founder of Pune Yoga. Today we are going to talk about something that is an age-old practice that originated in India and has become even more popular and is growing even more relevant as the days are passing by. Especially in the post-pandemic times when people have realized how important this practice could be. do not just build your immunity but also help you in recovery if you have been exposed to the virus i'm talking about nothing other than the practice of pranayama pranayama is generally defined as breath control but this really doesn't do full justice to the term and what it really means the word pranayama comprises of two root words that is prana which means vital energy or or life force and ayama which would mean extension or expansion prana is the force that exists in all things whether it's animate or inanimate and although it's closely related to the air that we breathe in it is much more subtle than that pranayama practices utilize breathing to influence the flow of prana or the energy in the nadis or the energy channels of the pranamaya kosha of the body we'll come to the pranamaya kosha and the other layers of the human existence shortly in a while coming back to the word pranayama so it would then really mean the extension or expansion of the dimension of prana the technique of pranayama can enable one to attain a higher state of vibratory energy and also higher state of awareness in the pranayama practices there are four important aspects of breathing that are incorporated and that is puraka or inhalation rechaka or exhalation antarkumbhaka or internal breath retention and bahirkumbhak or external breath retention let's talk a little bit about uh, the pranic body as per yogic physiology the human framework uh, is comprised of five bodies or sheets which account for the different aspects or dimensions of the human existence so the five sheets basically are annamaya kosha that is the food and the material body and this would include your organs of your body the body parts also your muscles tissues ligaments tendons and also the food that we eat to nourish the physical body then comes the pranamaya kosha which is what we are really talking about today and that is the energy body the next kosha or the next sheet is the manomaya kosha or the mental body and here it would also incorporate the emotions that arise due to the thoughts in our mind so it's more like the mental and the emotional body and then there is the vijnanamaya kosha which is the psychic or the wisdom body and the last is the anandamaya kosha or the blissful body the practices of pranayama may mostly work with the pranamaya kosha the pranamaya kosha in itself is made up of five major pranas and these are known as panch pran the first prana is called prana itself 
and here it refers to the flow of energy and this the area that it governs is the thoracic and the area between the thoracic and the diaphragm this particular flow of energy is associated with the heart and the organs of respiration and it would also include the muscles and the nerves that activate them it is the force by which the breath is drawn inside so your inhalations are governed by prana the next one is apana which means you know the energy force that really flow that really governs the abdomen and below the navel region and provides energy for your organs like your large intestine kidneys and the excretory organs it is also governing your sexual organs it is concerned with the expulsion of waste from the body and it is the force which expels your breath out as well so your exhalations are governed by apana then there is samana which is located in the heart and the navel region it activates and uh, would control your digestive system so we're talking about the liver intestines pancreas and stomach and it would also include the secretions of these organs when we talk on a physical level this relates to the assimilation and distribution of nutrients so digestion and then you know sending across the nutrients to various parts of the body and the cells the next one is called udana which governs the neck and the head region it is also responsible for activating all the sensory receptors so when we talk about sensory receptors they are your eyes tongue nose and ears Udana also activates the limbs and is associated with your ligaments, muscles and joints. It is responsible for the erect posture of the body and also for the sensory awareness and ability to respond to the outer world through the perceptions received by the sensory organs. The last one is Vyana which prevails really all over the body. and it has a very regulating and controlling movement it also coordinates between all the other pranas and it acts as a resource for all the other prana now one thing that really majorly influences prana is your lifestyle lifestyle has a profound impact on pranamaya kosha and it all its pranas physical activities and the mental fluctuations all affect the pranic body irregularities in lifestyle such as non nourishing diet stress irregular schedules and all of these unpatterned things that we do in our life lead to us feeling drained in energy and that's really the impact of your lifestyle on the prana or the energy flow in the body depletion of the energy from a particular prana also leads to the associated organs that we talked about and limbs falling into diseases and uh, metabolic dysfunction the technique of pranayama or the practice of pranayama really reverses this process it energizes and balances the different pranas within the pranamaya kosha 
Ideally, the pranayama practices should be done after asanas in an integrated yoga program flow. So that's something that you should keep in mind. A lot of times we hear people talking about breathing and lifespan and there is definitely a correlation between the two. It started off and this whole study started off uh, in the ancient times when the yogis and rishis who spent a lot of time with nature really observed how animals who had a slow breathing rate so it would be animals like pythons elephants and tortoises had a long life span whereas those with a faster breathing rate like your dogs birds and rabbits had a much shorter life span from this they realized the importance of slow breathing for for increasing the human life span as well on a physical level if we talk about more scientifically this is because the respiration is directly related to the heart a slow breathing rate keeps the heart stronger deep breathing also increases increases the absorption of energy by the pranamaya kosha and it would enhance your dynamism vitality and general well-being now when we get on to practicing pranayama and before we do so it's very important to keep few things in mind and the main thing to keep in mind is that pranayama should be practiced in moderation don't overexert yourself practicing too much in a day or in a single go pranayama should not be practiced during illness except for practice like breath awareness and um, abdominal breathing which can be done in shavasana the best time to practice is at dawn with an empty stomach or before sunset after 3 to 4 hours of having a meal but the equal breathing and tranquilizing pranayama can also be performed before you go to bed so that it gives you a nice tranquilizing feeling and then you have a good night's sleep ideally practice pranayama in a quiet clean and well ventilated space preferably at the same time and place every day to make it a routine avoid practicing in strong sunlight as pranayama naturally also increases the temperature of your body early morning sun rays really are the best best time to practice pranayama don't also practice pranayama right under a fan or with an air conditioner at a very very low temperature a comfortable meditative and most importantly meditative sustainable posture is ideal for practicing but if you cannot sit cross legged on the floor take wall support with your legs extended out or you could choose to sit on a chair but making sure that your spine is always erect in any posture that you take if you are preferring to sit on the ground make sure you sit on a mat a blanket or a block and always ensure like i said keep your spine straight your chest open your chin maybe slightly tucked in and your gaze could be soft focused at a point uh, but if you prefer you can definitely close your eyes while practicing and last but not the least never strain yourself beyond your limit increase in breathing capacity is a gradual process so give it time to build with this we really come to an end to today's podcast and i hope you enjoyed 
and found it relevant and uh, could connect with it and got some knowledge with regards to pranayama in the coming episodes we will be bringing to you certain practices that you can practice that are simple but very very effective till then just be aware of your breath observe it and know that your breath is always there to support you in everything that you do on and beyond your mat thank you so much for listening namaste